Welcome back to the Strong Family Project Podcast. I'm Joe, joined by Mel. Welcome back to the Strong Family Project Podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment. If you caught our last two episodes on gifting and on planning 2024, you may have noticed we had a different background over there by the fireplace, <clears throat> by the stockings. It was a bit much to set up, but Mel promised me that she decorated the plant behind me, and I'm going to do the big reveal because I haven't looked yet to look to see this amazing that, decoration. It's not that exciting. Okay, she puts a Santa <laughs> hat on the plant. And the reindeer antlers, too. I, I appreciate to... <laughs> your festive spirit, Mel. Let's get into today's topic. We're going to be talking a little bit about the friction that happens when you're you ask your kids to do something. So it's going to be a 10-minute Tuesday. These are short episodes that give you quick-hitting tips. And so you can listen to them and take action on them quickly or just think about them a lot. <laughs> Long, longly? <laughs> we like <laughs> no. to plant seeds. Yeah. This one's on that uncomfortable time where you ask your kids to do something that you know they should be doing that give you a little bit of pushback and how you don't crumble. The first thing that comes to mind for me is having a lot of patience, regardless of what you're doing. <laughs> it takes patience to not show how you're actually feeling inside. So let me give you a situation. Let's say the kids are moping around the house. Oh, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. And you say, hey, why don't you go outside or read a book? And then they say, no, I don't want to do that. And then parents will typically crumble because they're overwhelmed. It's understandable. And you give in and you say, all right, you watch TV right now or go on a tablet right now or whatever. Once you give in once, it's going to be much harder to pass through that friction and get to the other side later on because they know you had given in in the past. Kids are smart. They'll keep pushing and knowing that opportunity for them is coming where they don't really have to do anything. And so I think it's wise that you hold your ground you don't get into an argu argument with the kid. Back in my day, you, oh, that's all we had. We'd go outside. A PlayStation was a playground back in my day. <laughs> and you guys get all arguing. And then they give it back, and it just escalates, and everyone's heart rate gets up. There's just no point in it. Instead, state the standard. Let them complain. State the standard again. Let them complain and repeat until they do the thing. So it's, hey, go outside and read a book. I don't want to. Go outside and read a book. I don't want that. Go outside and read a book. Go outside and read a book. That's what I meant when I said having patience. Patience to handle that situation and not get upset. But also, so this kind of refers to when the kids get bored. So our kids had a snow day yesterday. And one of the kids was just moping around. And I, this might have been a different day, but regardless, it was recently. And... <clears throat> I asked him, I said, go find something to do. You can choose or I will choose for you. <laughs> and I think that got his mind thinking a little bit, although he did double down and just say he was going to do nothing. So then I gave him three choices. I said, you can practice your clarinet, you can read a book, or you can do something nice for someone else in the family. And I, like you said, we had talked about this ahead of time because I was getting frustrated with this kind of thing. And I stood my ground. I showed patience. I just gave him options. Like you said, set the standard. And he went and got his clarinet and did it. Even if he doesn't want to, I do think afterwards he did feel accomplished like he actually did something, did a task. 
they're working through it at the same time you are. It's not pleasant to work through as an adult, but it's also not pleasant to work through it as a child, being told what to do and you feel like your options are limited, you want your problem solved by somebody else immediately for you, and you have to get over yourself. And that takes a little bit of time. And the way you don't get over yourself is if the other person pushes back and then you dig in and it becomes a back and forth. And Mel said, like the kids will say, I'm just going to do nothing. I'm like, well, that sounds like a not a great use of your time. Okay, but do, do what you want with it. I suggest you either go outside, read a book. You can do build Legos with your brother. You can read him a book. There's a lot of different options. It'd be a waste of your talents if you just sat there and did nothing. But I guess that's up to you. Go ahead and sit there and do nothing because I got my stuff I'm working on right now. I think so much of why this happens is because they want to get a rise out of you. Yes. And oftentimes when people are bored, whether it's adults or kids, they just don't have much else to do. So they just want to bother someone else. And if they feel bothered, then they want to have someone else commiserate with them. So I think if you just know that going into it and you expect them to push back, you expect them to not be pleased, then I think it helps with that self-control and, and having that patience stay stronger longer. <laughs> I really think understanding where things come from is helpful. So if you know that they're going to push back, or let's say your kid is getting older and they used to not push back. This is something that comes up sometimes now where we have our five-year-old who tends to just go along with whatever. And then the older ones sometimes give us a harder time. And there's an understanding in my mind that, yes, they're getting older. Yes, they're changing. And I don't want to get stuck in the, but you used to be like this. You used to just be willing. I don't think that's helpful. I think we have to recognize that they're going to go through stages and oftentimes they will show their most challenging sides with us because they feel safe with us. Well said, Mel. Thanks. Anything else on it? No, just keep powering through and look. I, I really try to look through understanding that what I'm doing now impacts them in their future. If I can hold my grand na ground now, set a good standard, show them patience and care through this challenge, they'll be better off when they're adults. And I will simply end with a little bit of a harsh truth because that's what I like to do. And that is if you immediately give in to all those basic needs and don't force them to solve their own boredom, you're doing them a tremendous disservice in their life. They're going to struggle for the rest of their life if they, you always bail them out whenever they need some attention and whenever they want you to solve their boredom problem. That's a them problem to solve. It's like when you eat a little bad food today, oh, it's not bad. Years down the road, <clears throat> you have metabolic disease and you're feeling sick. This is the same sort of thing where you do a small thing. Oh, like I'm just going to give them a tablet now for three or four, five, six hours. And then I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And then I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And all of a sudden, they start to have attention issues. They start to have uh, mental health issues because they're not out doing anything and accomplishing anything and building up wins. And you're robbing them of that to give yourself temporary comfort from them <laughs> complaining. And so you got to set the standard, say it calmly, and repeat it. And be a good role model. Like, I've taken up puzzling lately, and it's my thing to do when I'm bored or when I need a break. I don't want them to see me always reaching for a phone or something else to entertain me. Now, that's a sign of your age. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strong Family Project Podcast. We will be off all week for Christmas, so I hope you and your family have a great one.